have taken a question. That is the worst Dorcas intro Today, we're taking a question that was asked of us by one of you. That question, what if your spouse doesn't respond when you ask, what's wrong? Mm. Well, to get the answer to that question, you're just going to have to keep listening. And for the distraction of the day, something insane happened recently to a baggage handler for one of the major airlines. At the end of the show, you're going to find out what it is, but... It will be in the form of a multiple choice test that I give Amy. And if she doesn't get it right, I'm just going to say there's going to be some amazing consequences because we're here. Amazing consequences? Oh, amazing consequences. <laughs> All right. Because we're at we're at the El Dorado Maroma. Yes, it's so pretty. Playa del Carmen. We are lounging right now on a queen, king-size bed. Like palapa? Next, yeah, palapas. Palapas. Next to the pool. And we have wind guards and sun shades and it's incredible. This so is if you a... get the answer wrong, yeah. then oh, I told you not to move and I moved. I you know. So moved. That's the crinkling of the bed that we're on. And I don't want you to feel awkward that we're on a bed <laughs> recording this podcast. This is the Palapas, but this resort is so amazing and quaint and I love it. I'm so excited for you we're... to come next time. Hey, and don't forget subscribe to the show leave us a review that makes us feel loved <laughs> and it keeps us going on with all these crazy shows but also you can now submit questions via voicemail at our 24 hour a day hotline podcast hotline number that number is 903-392-0975 i also have the number on this very episode's page at smallinstitute.com and we're off so here so the okay. question is what if your spouse doesn't respond when you ask what is wrong and i you know i kind of wanted to start off because what made me think of this is i did that i used to do that to you all the time when we first got married mm-hmm. like what's wrong is everything okay you seem yeah. upset are you upset and then it a lot of times it felt like you're like, no, I'm fine. Are you sure? And then you'd be like, okay, now I'm getting upset because what the heck? Yeah. I would say that question, it depends on the personality of the person. Like you asking me that question only made me mad because it made me think that you think that I'm mad. And then Which when I you did. think that I'm mad, I'm then judging. There's, there's only a matter of time before I actually will be mad. I know. Because I feel like, oh my gosh, why? what am I doing that's projecting that there's something wrong oh, with yeah. me? You're feeling judged. Yes. You're probably feeling misunderstood. Yeah. You're feeling those negative beliefs like, well, I wasn't mad, but now <laughs> I'm mad because why in the world? So... Just know, be careful with that question. For me, when you ask your spouse or someone you love, hey, what's wrong or is there anything wrong? Uh, I'd, I would, look, if you're asking the question, you have something more specific in your head. You're probably just too afraid to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So then don't ask mm-hmm. or go, hey, so instead of, you know, hey, is there something wrong? If I'm thinking, Amy, that, I'm negative believing you, which isn't, you know, again, the negative belief isn't gonna, bad if I can turn it into it. a question. Yeah. Right. And then, and seek the truth. Right. And be open to the truth. And, and trust that the truth so, is coming. a good classic example for us might have been, maybe I said something to you in the morning 
that I thought was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Trying to be, and maybe the reaction surprised me, or I just kind of was like, oh. Instead of going, hey, is anything wrong later on? Mm-hmm. I need to go, hey, listen, I just want to check. Did I offend you this morning when I tried to be funny and sarcastic? Remember, we were in the kitchen. It just felt like there was a negative reaction to what I said. I just want to make sure everything's cool. That, That's way better. So be m- maybe more specific with your yeah. question and actually say, even for me, sometimes I might say, have I offended you? Is, is there something that I've done that has or maybe hurt your feeling? If I don't know at all and I know right. nothing specific. And, but I, I would even say that. I go, look, I, I don't even have anything specific. It just I have this sense that maybe you're offended with me. Is mm-hmm. that accurate? Right. That's the way to deal with that kind of stuff. But, you know, the, if your spouse is not responding to, hey, is there something wrong? You know, that's kind of the first part. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're not setting them up to fail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, cause, because they might not be responding out of just feeling annoyed by the question. Right? It's like what you said. Yeah. I'm, you, dude, you're asking me this all the time. So, yeah, now I'm annoyed. Or maybe if they don't answer, your spouse doesn't feel safe enough to answer Ooh. the question. Oh, you know what? That one hits me kind of hard because there's, I think, especially if you are married to someone that is more of a withdrawer and someone that avoids conflict, then there's a part of, they don't, might not feel safe enough to actually tell you. So what's wrong with you? I could say it like that. Like, what's wrong with you? Well, if I say what's wrong with you, you know, or, or, or if you're like, Hey, Hey, and maybe not even with a bad attitude, (laughs) maybe you go, Hey, listen, did I offend you? like today or this morning and if I go honestly yeah at, at breakfast or or this morning when I woke up and was excited and tried to give you a kiss you just kind of pushed oh, me aside and yeah. turned your head and but then if you respond negatively to me actually answering yeah. the question like oh my gosh that's so ridiculous right oh I can't yes. oh, look at Mr. well then oh. why would I open up the next time <gasps> you know what babe that is so true and that is something that I think women need to be, because we were talking about yesterday, the whole sexual intimacy and the men's feelings are very much tied to that. So if I somehow reject you a physical advance, then there's, I might get defensive because I might already have a negative belief that, oh, well, the only reason why you touched me today was because you wanted to have sex with me. And it wasn't that you just wanted to connect or say good morning or, or say good night or, or something or like that. Or it could have been you turned your head because you, you're... You, you hadn't brushed your teeth yet. Yeah. And you're not like trying to reject anything. Right. You're just like, oh, yeah, no. But then, you know, especially, you know, the more different you are personality wise, you're set up to misinterpret each other's actions. Absolutely. Right? You're, I'm looking at you thinking, wow, she looks irritated or angry with me. And you're just tired and you're like, and frankly, you might be irritated about your own nasty breath. Like, it might not be anything to do with me, which is why you want to address those negative beliefs as quickly as possible. Absolutely. So, why else might they not respond, hey, what's wrong? Negative beliefs. That could be answering it. Right. Right? So, they're like, I'm not going to answer this question because I'm probably going to get in trouble. And that has a lot to do with, and the biggest difference, and I know people do not I mean, I'm gonna, this is probably gonna be our battle cry forever. Feelings matter. Yep. And when your husband says something to you, 
and they feel rejected or whatever, that feeling should matter to you. If it matters to you, it means you don't dismiss it, it means that you don't get defensive by it, it means that you honor it. That's something that we have tried to do and we still do. We still don't do it perfectly, but we honor each other's feelings and we talk about them as feelings. Your feelings matter to me and because they matter to me, then I want to change my behavior. I want to change my attitude about it. I I want to care for you. And it doesn't mean that you're less of a man because you have those feelings. Because you, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so sensitive. Why are you such a sensitive guy? What's wrong with you? I hope it's getting better for men societally. I mean, it feels like it is, but I know sometimes I'm not necessarily in a, this isn't like distinguishing myself. But I've always been more sensitive. You have been, That's yeah. just me. Because of all the physical injuries and you've been and comfortable with your sensitivity is another big thing. Well, because I had a father that said, it's good. Yeah. This is healthy. Way yeah. to go. Like, up, that was like an uplifting thing. So I know sometimes I'm a little unrealistic about guys and assuming, but it does feel overall men are starting to realize, yeah, it's okay to have feelings. Now, do you remember before we started recording today? Yeah. And I said, hey, this bed's going to be really noisy, yeah. so don't move around. And I've already broken it. Yes. Yeah, i got to break it again because <laughs> my legs are killing me right now. <laughs> oh, so sorry, everybody. It's going to get awkward. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, my left leg is so much better now. <laughs> so, okay. Now, here's another thought from this listener's question. Why are you asking Yeah. in the first place? So... The problem, one of the issues with that question, hey, is there something wrong, is are, are you feeling insecure, mm-hmm. right? Because if, if you're asking that question out of a place of insecurity, the question more than likely is going to go wrong. You know, it's just not going to get delivered well. The tone is going to be off. You're, frankly, your expectations of your negative beliefs are probably going to be more out of control the more insecure, insecure you are. So don't ask it from a place of insecurity. Ask it from a place of, I genuinely love you. And you know what? I'm okay. Like, it's okay if I've offended my wife. It's okay if I hurt my husband's feelings. Because it's, it's going to okay. happen. It does. And when you, when you have that kind of um, reality that we get that we're going to inadvertently step on each other's toes. We're going to inadvertently um, hurt each other's feelings or we're going to be misinterpreted. When you have that as your new reality, then it's a whole lot easier to deal with what actually does happen. Um, because I think that sometimes we come into situations, again, I, the environment of your relationship needs to be, I want to honor you, I want to be honored, but I want to live in freedom to be who I am, but I also want to be the best of who I am. So a lot of times I will say, because I know sometimes I can say things in a more direct, blunt way with you that is not always helpful and is does not always it's not always received well. I do this with, and I've learned that it's not that that's a bad part of who I am, no. but it is a part that I need to be able to say, you know what? I want my message to be received. But and who am I with? And if, if you're yes. with one of your dear friends, Jen A, if you're with Jenny, she's like you, you're both direct and blunt. I mean, you're just not going to, you know, likely you're not going to offend her being bold and direct with your friend. Right. But if you're with a different girlfriend who's hyper, like my sister, potentially, oh, yeah. uh, or just, you know, a, a right. woman that's way more sensitive, then we need to adjust to the listener. 
because yes, because even Paul talked about how he he became you know all when he even when he took his message to different audiences, he was different. It's not that he himself was a, a you know was a chameleon. Well, that guy was blunt. But it was but but being able to say and being able to express things like I will say if someone is hurting and I say you know, is, is anything wrong? I want to express softness when I'm asking that question. And even with you, I will, I, if I do say something, I will set you up to succeed by saying, Hey, I want to let you know, if I have offended you, I would love, you know, I'd love to know, you know, but a lot of times I think it goes back to what we were talking about before is if I know that you love me and that you're believing the best in me and that you know that okay this Amy might have said that maybe not exactly the way that I would have liked but it's still her message in her heart is to care for me and to love me I did an intensive recently where the man at the end of it was like I thought you guys were gonna go toe to toe I thought y'all were gonna go to blows or she was gonna walk out because we were two very intense females and I absolutely love that very passionate but guess what he's not he didn't understand it and so he misinterpreted that well, you and I have gotten in trouble so many times and that's where I've shared on this podcast a lot that so I know I said hey you need to adjust with your audience like who's the listener Right. Try to cater what you're saying, the tone of what you're saying to that person. But also there's some onus on the on the listener, right? Mm-hmm. Stop negative believing the person to death and accept that, hey, there's differences. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean it's wrong. And so, you know, as the listener even, we can help ourselves. So if, if you're trying and you're realizing, you're listening to this show today, <clears throat> I love that bird in the background. It's so cool. <laughs> But if, if you're trying to get your spouse to open up and you're, and you're wanting them to be able to share and maybe you're realizing, dang, I don't know if I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm a very safe person, <laughs> then here's what you can start doing to open your spouse up again, right? Because you need to be doing everything you can to be a safe person. You need to be kind mm-hmm. and patient and understanding and validating Oh, I mean, validating, and you can just search our site to learn how to do that. Uh, That is such a huge thing on opening someone up and helping them, you know, feel Because you make it about them. You don't make it about dismissing their feelings. You don't make it about defensiveness on your own part. How dare you feel that way? How dare you, you know, how it's not about that. It's about, I care for you. It's about caring for the other person. And when you have that, then it does allow you to a not feel judged because if, if I feel judged that, that, okay, so you're expressing something to me about, you know what, that really was kind of blunt. Oh, well, there you go. I am just, you know, this angry, bitter person. No, it's not about that. It's about that I'm talking about my feelings yeah. and who I am. There you go. And it's important that when big issues do come up or yeah. something negative has occurred, don't freak out. Yeah. Don't go running away and shutting down for days and don't escalate right out of control. You, I mean, we, it is, we do have control over our reactions. Okay, stop allowing emotions to dictate your behavior. It's okay to be freaked out and it's okay to feel really feel offended and wounded. And yes. It's not okay to react poorly. And just remember, if you do, you are now mm-hmm. equally guilty 
with the person, like compared yes. to the person who originally hurt you. So now you kind of, now you don't have any ground to stand on <laughs> and now you're going to have to start repairing. And, and so the best thing is, is to take control over how you respond. So when you do need to say something, state clearly and softly mm-hmm. that there, that if there is anything wrong, you would love the chance to validate Yep. and to find a win-win. But when you're ready, right? So it's like, look, if you're not ready to talk about that, that's okay. I'm, I'm open whenever, you know, the door's always open. Mm-hmm. And then let it go. Give some time. Give them space. If nothing happens, you can always circle back in a few weeks even. But at some point, if they don't ever want to talk, you can't make them. So at that point, it's like, look, I love you. I'm always going to love you. This is this is hurting, you know, and what are the buttons getting pressed? I'm feeling rejected or mm-hmm. I'm feeling hopeless or I'm feeling powerless. I'm going to go see pastor so-and-so, or I'm going to go get some help, or I'm going to start. If you want to come, come just, that's where that patience, yeah. that's where that fruit of the spirit, you know, where we need the Holy spirit to be able to do that. Cause it's Absolutely. hard when my relationship isn't going well, it's hard. Absolutely. So that's seeking that wise counsel. Come to an intensive smallinginstitute.com. The 800 number is always on that website. And there's actually a button that you can just, you know, has the number on it. Being able to have backup in your life and having possibly a small group. We've talked about that before. You know, having someone that is someone on the outside that's not going to judge either one of you, but is going to help you get unstuck and get get you to that where you're going to be able to find that win-win. All right, so let me put a nice little bow on this podcast today. You say that every week. I know, that's my favorite way to do that. So all in all, the answer to the question, what if your spouse doesn't respond when you ask what is wrong, isn't as simple as it may seem. Mm -hmm. There is no one response to this question, however. It is important to consider why you are asking. Make sure you have asked yourself why you feel the need to ask this question, because it may not be coming from a good place. You may want to know how your spouse feels out of a need for control over the situation or your own feelings of insecurity. There you go. Also, the environment in which you ask this question will reflect how your spouse will respond. Good. Remember, you must be patient. You got to be understanding. You need to be validating. Your spouse will not be set up to respond to this question well if you have not taken the necessary steps to ensure they're in a safe, hospitable environment. However, even if you go through all these steps to establish a safe environment, your spouse still may not respond well. They still may be silenced or they might erupt in anger. Just know that regardless of their response, you have a responsibility to love and honor them regardless of their behavior. And we're here to help. We are. We're here to help. Our our we the podcasts the are here. To, yes, you can submit questions we've online. We've got marriage coaches that are, are ready to assist you. We and do our, intensives. Yes. Okay, so now we have arrived to the distraction of the okay. day. Okay, and I will not. This look is the at official this. moment. It looks like you just looked. I at didn't. It. I turned it. I, I said down. this was a test. I didn't. And I, you're cheating. I did not cheat. I did not cheat. It I would felt tell like you, you were I cheating. I I yeah. All right. I know you would. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, what happened to the baggage handler? So, these are the guys and girls who load the luggage onto the yeah. big airplanes, right? Right. And they usually have that big conveyor belt right. thing, but usually one of them is up in the cargo bay of okay. the airplane. 
right? Yeah. As the luggage coming in, he's getting it all organized, right? Right. So this dude, something insane happened. I'm gonna give Somebody you- Somebody popped out. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give okay. you three options. Okay. Okay, what happened to the baggage handler? A, he accidentally uncovered more than $2 million from a recent robbery. No way. B, he inadvertently fell asleep in the cargo <laughs> of the plane and took a flight to Chicago. <laughs> or C, he got caught trying to smuggle a rare Pikachu worth $3,000. So, did he uncover stolen bank money? Did he fall asleep and take a flight to Chicago? Or was he trying to smuggle a rare Pikachu? Uh, what say you? The most random was, was the Pikachu one. Okay. I'm gonna say it's that one. Do you know what a Pikachu is? No. What's a Pikachu? I was so setting you up to pick the Pikachu. Oh, dang it. Because I knew she's not going to know what a Pikachu what is. is a Pikachu? That's a character in that crazy, like, Japanese oh, cartoon oh, stuff. Oh, Pikachu. That's right. It's the cartoon. I oh, know. So it's not that one. It's not okay, C. Okay, so, okay, so it's not that one. Okay, so. I totally knew you would pick that one. Um, Come on. Okay. Did he accidentally uncover stolen money worth millions of dollars, or did he accidentally okay, fall asleep uh, in the cargo of the plane and take a flight to Chicago. Uh, the stolen money? No. You have failed. No? This Wasn't dude fell asleep no. in the cargo of the plane and the cold? next thing you know, he wakes up and the plane is flying. Oh, wow. And he gets discovered in Chicago when they go to get the luggage. He survived. Wow. And not only would it be cold, lack of oxygen, I mean, the yeah. whole nine yards. Yeah. I, did he have a good nap? Well, he probably <laughs> passed out from lack of oxygen. He probably did have a good, very good Isn't nap. Nuts? Then. So did they, did they let him actually have a seat on the way back? I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. But he was not he injured. He had to do the cargo hold on the way back, yeah, too. He's probably no. got a new job. Yeah. He, would be yeah, my he guess. He said, okay, we're glad that you're, you're safe. But guess what, dude? Yeah. You're done. No. Well, I'm don't left. feel bad. That was a hard test. Yeah, well. And I love you. I didn't get a first answer or second answer. I know. That was a bad fail, but I still love you because we're in paradise, baby. That's right. Chasing down the days of fear. Chasing down a dream before it disappeared. I was aching to be somewhere near your voice was all i heard i was shaking from a storm in me haunted by the specters that we had to see yeah i wanted to be the melody above the noise above the